0: Hello guys, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. Avi, the podcast where we talk about fitness, fashion, food, finance, and family, all the F's we should care about. I'm your host, Avi, and let's get to it. Hello friends, welcome back. Thank you for joining me today. On today's show, I will talk some more about fitness. If you've listened to my last episode, I discussed the basics about diet and exercise. Today, I will continue to give the lowdown on dieting by providing some info on fitness hacks that the pros typically use. So let's get into it. All right. So fitness hacks. When you talk about fitness hacks, what comes to your mind? Like, okay, like a shortcut for getting fit, right? Um, One very popular fitness hack is called intermittent fasting yeah intermittent fasting you might have heard it you may be familiar or somewhat familiar but some of my most inspirational fitness gurus practice this hack and it's actually quite easy once you really get the hang of it there are also many variations that you can try and see what works best for you. There's actually many religious groups that have practiced this for ages. For example, during the period of Ramadan, if you've if you're ever heard of it, uh, maybe you have some uh, religious uh, co-workers... That would fast for 40 days and they're not allowed to eat during the day and they can only eat after sunset. Well, that is a form of intermittent fasting. So it's basically a period where you schedule time to eat your meals. You know, pretty straightforward, right? So in a 24-hour day, you select the hours you'll be eating and the ones that you won't be. So think food and time budgeting, right? So you tailor this to also match your work schedule. The general idea is to squeeze that eating window as short as possible so that you don't overeat. You can start off with a typical 12-hour window where you wake up at 6 a.m. and you got until like 6 p.m. to eat your food. And that's when your fasting starts after you eat your last meal at 6 p.m. And then at 6 a.m. the next day, your fasting window opens up again. And then you have 12 hours and so forth. So you can actually try to shrink this window for as much as you can tolerate. The larger the fasting window, the better your success rate at shedding those pounds, guys. So most people typically opt for an 8-hour window. A typical day for this would look like, say, your eating window starts at 8 a.m. And then it ends at 4 p.m. So if you have like a 9 to 5 work schedule, then that fits pretty nicely into your work schedule. So you have like meals within your workday and uh, right before you go to work and right before you leave for uh, for home. So, you know, that fits perfectly within your 9 you know, eight or nine hour uh, work schedule. The great thing about intermittent fasting is the flexibility it offers. And it allows you to really plan for when you want to eat your meals. And it also teaches self-discipline and can help you stick to a diet if you're determined. Uh, so let's say intermi- intermittent, intermittent fasting actually has done wonders for me because I've practiced it Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's just something that I wasn't uh, familiar with, but I wanted to try it when I was going through my fitness journey. And I saw, um, you know, uh, a fitness uh, person on YouTube, and they were talking about intermittent fasting. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And it it was pretty interesting. You know, it's tough at first. But once you get a hold of it, it's, it's it's not that bad. You know, you kind of control most of it yourself and um, you can take a couple days off if it's too tough for you, but it has done wonders for me. In addition to the caloric benefits, you will start to notice that you gain clarity while you're in the fasting period. You're actually able to focus on tasks and get more done because, you know, you're you're not in your eating window, so there's no point in, uh, you know, thinking about food. Just uh, focus on, you know, what you set your day out for. So don't think that you'll be starving the whole time either. You're actually allowed to drink as much water as you'd like. You can even have a cup of coffee or two. But let's say if you're not into coffee, you can have green tea, you know, unsweetened green tea. And, you know, you just drink that throughout the day to get you through until you can get to your eating window. But, you know, like everything, in time you will become a master of intermittent fasting and you'll keep shrinking that eating window. For me, you know, I'm a very competitive guy growing up because I played sports, so you just have that competitive mentality. So I was like, okay, so if I'm going to try this intermittent fasting, I'm going to try and see how how short I can shrink my window. So I started off with the typical uh 12 hours, and I got to my eight hours, and then I was able to get to four hour eating window. And that I thought was like pretty great. But then I was like, um maybe let's see how far I can push this, you know? Like so I shrunk my eating window to one hour. So 23 hours of fasting and one hour of eating all my meals so I'd have all my meals like you know hour 23 I have it all laid out you know like our large buffet and I'm like ready to eat all my food in one hour and you know it's pretty amazing you feel so rewarded you're like all day you're you're ready for that one big meal you know and you could literally eat like as much as you're able to eat because That's, that's your eating window. So, you know, it kind of felt like a, like a, like a, like a goal that you've accomplished each day. And the food was actually like the prize for, you know, completing your goal. And it felt so great, you know, so I'd have all my food, I'd have my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, you know, after a while, you're like, wow, this is a lot of food to like eat in one hour. Like, how much could I actually eat? But you'd be surprised because, you know, after a while you get pretty adapted to just eating all that food in that window and then you're pretty full and then you're full for a while. So think of like Thanksgiving, you know, like when you go... Uh, to, like, a relative's house or maybe you're hosting for Thanksgiving and you sit down at the table and you have, like, the main entree, the turkey, maybe you have some ham, you got, like, 12 12, uh, sides that all your guests brought over and then you have desserts and you're just, like, eating all the food and then after that you need to take a nap. (laughs) It's exactly like that. So you're just so full and so satisfied because you ate everything you wanted to eat and you just want to like relax and then you're like good for like a long time. So think about it that way. And it it actually makes it a lot easier, you know, to grasp that concept. But, you know, that's a bit extreme to get to that point. So, you know, just try out like the 12-hour fasting period, you know, 12-hour eating window. I mean, the great thing about it is you, you know, you have the sleeping time within there as well. So, you know, while you're sleeping, you're fasting, right? So incorporate your fasting window right before bed and then, you know, uh, uh, start your, your eating like as long as possible after you've woken up so that the waking period, um, you know, is is uh, a lot uh, shorter where you're fasting. So, you know. Uh, you'll figure it out eventually. But um, what I mentioned about eating all my food in one hour, that's actually another fitness hack. And it's called OMAD. O-M-A-D. And it basically means one meal a day. And a lot of fitness gurus use that as well. And it's exactly as it sounds. You know, you pick an hour in the day, you know, you don't have to think about fasting. You're like, all right, At 3 p.m. every day, this is when I eat, you know, or, you know, I eat at 9 a.m. every day. And then you just have a buffet, basically. But whatever you choose or whatever works best for you, you know, is your one-hour eating window. And I would suggest you choose an hour where you're, like, fully aware and awake so that you can utilize that full hour. You don't want to choose, like, a 6 a.m. eating window because then it's, like, the first 30 minutes you know, you're not like as effective in eating all your food and you kind of wasted like 30 minutes of your eating window. So pick a like midday or like, you know, like evening or something that you're like ready to like eat within that whole hour. And you can like, you know, you start at the very beginning and then you take a little pause and then you finish up at the end and then you're done. So if you, if you practice OMAD, you're essentially practicing a 23-hour fast. And this is quite effective because your body will become quite responsive and something amazing happens. So think of your current state. So your body has adapted to being fed regularly when you are hungry, right? So your brain triggers that those hunger pains and you feed yourself, right? You're like, okay, I I need to go to lunch or I need to have dinner pretty soon. You know, I'm going to pass out, you know, because we think we think that, right? Omad, your body will continue to do so, but your willpower will be like, no, no, my eating windows at three. I'm sorry, like that's that's not happening. So you will train yourself to stave off of eating, right? And then, what do you think your body's going to do? It's going to do that amazing thing I said. It's going to actually be like, okay, so no food's coming. And what do we do? You know, I need energy from somewhere. So it's actually going to do what it was meant to do. So we're already built to convert our our energy stores from our fat, you know, into energy. So because we constantly keep feeding ourselves, we're not going through that process. But if you practice uh, OMAD, then your body is like, okay, well, this guy is not eating or this uh this girl is not eating today, so we're gonna have to get into those energy stores, and that's that's where we're gonna get our energy from, and that's what really like transforms your body. So, I mean, that's that's like a I would say like a longer term goal if you're if you're thinking about intermittent fasting or like OMAD, but. It's, it's, you know, maybe, maybe uh, you think about, you know, your fitness uh, goals for this year and you're like, okay, I want to try a couple different things and this is like maybe, you know, at the bottom of your list, so something you can achieve maybe around like spring or something like that once you kind of ease into the healthier eating and exercising and then you have more control of you know making these types of decisions and then you're like okay i'm like you know gonna attempt this so first i would suggest you know try a few eating windows and see how it goes and then maybe you're able to work your way up to omad but remember you still need to be eating sensibly during your entire eating window so you're not going to be eating any processed or sugary foods you know or sugary drinks But on occasion, you know, you are able to consume a dessert if your calories allow. So remember, uh, we discussed your intake calories and calories that you burn. And, you know, depending on what your goal is, if you're trying to lose weight, then obviously you want to be eating less calories, you know, than you're burning so that you're at a deficit. And then, you, you know, you see the transformation. Similar with this. So if you're eating all your food for the day in an hour, you know, then you can be very creative at that point. You can, you know, you can fit in, you know, a slice of cake in there or, you know, some carbs or whatever because it's within your your uh calories for the day. So that's um something that uh they promote on YouTube for uh, you know, eating uh, desserts and still losing weight and all of that. But, you know, there's some truth behind that. And if it fits within your macros, then yes, you can. So I know that was a lot of information to process. And, you know, I'll leave you guys with that so you can digest. <laughs> and, uh, you know, until next time, I think I uh, will go into macros. So I talked about proteins, fats and carbs and how you calculate that percentage and what numbers you want to hit each day. So you basically want to hit a lot of proteins. So if you want to be like more defined and like muscular, obviously you're going to have to have more proteins to build muscle. You want to drink more water because muscles are mostly filled with water. That's why they look so you know, like large when they're like, you have a nice pump and, you know, you look really good and you're going to pose in front of the mirror at the gym and get, you know, a lot of nice selfies. But, (laughs) you know, once you get to that point, you really want to know, you know, what these numbers are. So um, I'll talk about that the next time. And thank you. I appreciate you guys listening in and I'll talk to you later. As always, thank you for listening and feel free to tune in again next week. Until next time, this is Real Talk with Dr. Avi. Later, friends.